Today is Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Happy Mardi Gras. Today is Mardi Gras, or as other people know it, as Fat Tuesday. And if I remember correctly, that's the day, this is the day, I should say, where people enjoy uh, things for one last time before Lent begins, which begins tomorrow on Ash Wednesday, which is this year also on Valentine's Day. Now, for Mardi Gras, my husband and I did several things that uh, helped us celebrate and moved us along in our um, in our pursuit of new gay friends. So, first of all, on Friday afternoon, um, I recorded. I helped my husband record his next video, his latest video on on his cooking channel called "The Cajun Cooks Chicken and Andouille Sausage Gumbo." Now, this process to make gumbo, holy shit, I didn't realize how long it takes. It took like three hours to make gumbo. Now, I recorded like uh, 28 minutes of footage for this video, but um, we ended, I only ended up cutting like two minutes out because the process is so long um, and complicated, and I didn't realize, I guess I, because I'm not a cook, or chef or whatever, I don't realize how long it makes to how long it takes to make a huge pot of gumbo. Now we were making this gumbo, well my husband was making this gumbo for two reasons. One for his channel and two because on Saturday evening we had a party and we had uh, he was serving the gumbo um, at the party. But now in terms of the gumbo video, that is up now on his channel, The Cajun Cooks. And you can go and watch it there. Um, and it looks like he's got about 42 views since I posted it yesterday. And he's got 21 subscribers. So if you um, remember now, you can subscribe to a channel and never watch the videos. That's fine. So why don't you go over to YouTube and search for the Cajun Cooks. And you will um, you know, sub uh, subscribe to his channel. That would be nice. And of course, watch the videos. But like, and this is what I need to explain to my husband. He needs to really start making shorter videos because the video for the gumbo is 25 minutes long. And, you know, people do not watch a whole lot of a video before they click off and they go somewhere else. And when I go to the statistics for his channel, uh, right here, oops, sorry. That's the beginning. It always starts to play when I, when we, uh, when I go to that page. But anyway, if I look at his uh, statistics, his analytics for the um, videos. Now, let's see if I go to analytics. And for the video that he just posted, that we just posted yesterday, called The Cajun Cooks Chicken and Andouille Sausage, it tells you in the statistics what the average view duration is. And right now, it is down to 6 minutes and 41 seconds. So if a video is 25 minutes long and people are only watching six point, you know, six minutes and 41 seconds, then they're not watching a whole lot of the video. And I think that's part of the whole mentality of people today. We don't want to watch long videos. It's just like, I don't want to listen to long podcasts. So my husband doesn't really understand, but he said, you know, I have to show every little step to make gumbo because it's a long process. So I guess the people who uh, will be watching it re um, really will be interested in making gumbo and following along or whatever. But um, we had some a uh, couple comments on the video. Um, I think George in Atlanta. Uh, where is it? Um, oops, I don't even see the comments. Oh, well. 
Um, I have to go to the video and that means it's going to play. <laughs> Oops. Let's see. Um, go here and it's going to play again. I'm going to try to stop it in time and go to the chicken and undo it and try okay. to stop that in time. Oh, there are four comments. One from Gary Bearden. Oh, and he replied to them. Um, Gary Bearden said, that looks really tasty. Have a, have fun at the party. Happy Mardi Gras. Well, Gary Bearden, happy, Mar happy Mardi Gras to you too. And thank you for the comment. And um, my husband replied, it is tasty. Thanks for the comment. Um, and then George in Atlanta says, wonderful. I'm not sure I'll ever be brave enough to try the roux. LOL. Question. Why add the chicken stock so slowly? I get why that would be a, a case in risotto. Well, my husband replied, I'm replacing the liquid that is being boiled out. Happy cooking. And he tried to explain that to me. It's like, well, because you you bring the gumbo to a boil and it and some of the liquid boils off when you um, boil it. So he's just replacing the liquid so that, you know, you have a, a big, still a big amount of um, gumbo, I guess. So that's that. So anyway, go over to the channel, watch his video and subscribe, please. Now, as I said, he was making the gumbo for a party we were having on Saturday night. So we actually have a Mardi Gras party every year. And we invite all of our friends. But as you know from um, previous recent podcasts, um, our friends, some of our friends are dicks. So <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But um, so this year we decided we're not going to invite any of our normal guests. We decided that, well, we, I told you earlier that we, we joined a new meetup group for um, gay guys over the age of 40. And um, through the organizer of that meetup group, we offered to have this party for the meetup group. And I think there's like, well, actually, I don't know how many people are in the group. Maybe there's 30 people in the group. I, I don't know. But um, 16 people said that they'd be showing up for the party. So uh, my husband made gumbo enough for 15 to 20 people. If you watch the video, you'll see that. But um, when people started showing up, it was all guys, all gays, all around our age, give or take, you know, a year here and there all really nice guys. We, we met the majority of these people for the very first time. They showed up at our house for the very first time. So um, we got to meet a whole lot of new people. Um, as I said, there were 16 people who had to come, but 15 people showed up. Only one guy um, sent his regards because he um, got COVID like really bad and he's like on medication and all this stuff. So uh, a friend of his who came to the party told us all about it. So we were disappointed that he couldn't come, but we really did have a really good time. Now, I know I mentioned this before when I was talking about friends and parties and so forth. We, um, we just wanted to experiment and see um, what it would be like to have an all-gay, all-male party. Like no straight people, no women. Not, not that we're, you know, we don't want women or we don't want straight people. We just wanted to see what would happen at this party. Now, I, I don't know about you, but when gay men get together and you put alcohol in it, you know, all kinds of stuff can happen in terms of talking about stuff, like throwing out sex things and questions and um, silliness and dancing and being gay and all this stuff. Everything happened that night. I mean, it, I have to say that this was one of the best parties we've ever had. 
as I said, 15 people showed up. And when they when they first started showing up, people were went right to the bar because, uh, granted, we do not we are not spirits drinkers, but we went out and bought a bunch of like standard alcohol that you would have to have at parties like vodka and rum and. Um, I don't see. I don't even know. My husband did all the buying of the alcohol, and then as people were coming, they brought alcohol as like a little gift or whatever you know, the, the host gift or whatever. Uh, so the bar, the bar was full of liquor, and we had all the mixers, you know, um, orange juice and Coke and Diet Coke and um, seltzer water and tonic water and all this kind of stuff. We had all of the the mix, mixers that people need to make drinks. So the bar actually ended up being very popular. These guys, I would say for the first hour or so, they were just drinking. <laughs> and besides the bar of, of the alcohol, we actually had uh, 10 bottles of wine open as well because, you know, we're all about the wine and we wanted to introduce people to Virginia wine. So we had all this wine out. Um, I think we had, I know we had six bottles of white wines and four bottles of red wines. And all of these wines my husband selected because they would... Uh, compliment the dishes that he had or, you know, go with the gumbo or whatever. Um, so we had all the wine too. And there, were, there were some people who were drinking wine and, but a lot of them were just drinking drinks, drink drinks. Um, you know, I don't, I just do, do not know enough about um, spirits and drinks to uh, tell you what kind of drinks they were drinking, but they were all drinking. Um, and it was fine though. It was absolutely fine. Nobody got drunk. Actually, I can, can tell you that right now. And the party was over by like 11 o'clock. It started at 7, and I think the last guy left probably at like 20 after 11, but he was like the last one. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was, the party was really good. It was really, really good. Now, as I said, we met a bunch of people, and there's um, one guy who we met at, the, at a previous gathering of this group, this meetup group. We've um, gone out to dinner with him, and he came to the party, and he was just a ton of fun. He wore a Mardi Gras mask and he had beads and everything and he was drinking and he was laughing and he was just being silly with everybody. And, but you know, the, I, I think his kind of behavior would have been considered inappropriate to a, a straight party, but everybody at this party was like, Oh my God, he's a ton of fun. He's so funny, you know, all this stuff. And um, it would have been just just fine because he like he was being silly. He had he had his um, zipper down on his pants and he was saying, "No, take a picture." And all this. I mean, it was just it was great gay fun. There was also zero drama. The majority of these people did know each other from previous gatherings, but a lot of them were new to each other, so they were meeting new people as well. And everybody got comfortable really quickly. And it was just I, I just can't get over how what a good party it was. And um, so anyway, I was saying like in the first hour they were all drinking, but and then then my husband was like, nobody's eating the gumbo, nobody's eating the food. Well, within you know probably twenty minutes of that conversation, people started eating, and my husband made um, well he made the gumbo, and he made rice to go with the gumbo. Then he made shrimp creole, and um, meatballs, and he had rice on the side table as well, so people could make put rice in there either shrimp creole or their um, gumbo. And um, and we gave everybody like a little gumbo bowl, and they you know could serve themselves with the gumbo and the rice and so forth. And people started eating. And he also made um, his I don't know if it was his mother's or his grandmother's recipe for potato salad. And those guys loved that potato salad. The potato potato salad was gone by the end of the night. And so was you know a lot of bottles of wine. But when we looked at the bar at the end of the night. 
overall, there wasn't that much alcohol drink, uh, drunk, drunk, drank. People didn't drink as much. And so we had all, we have all this liquor left over and we just, you know, now we have liquor for when people come over and they say, do you have anything else besides wine? And now we can say, yes, we have liquor. But anyway, we met, um, I, I can't, can't, I won't say names or anything, but we met, uh, well, we, we gauged the success on how many phone numbers or contact information that we end the night with. Not that we're trying to hook up with anybody, but, you know, having, making friends and getting together later, you know, like for dinner or whatever. So um, we ended up with five new phone numbers. And, uh, well, I shouldn't say five. We got four new phone numbers um, out of the 15 people. Um, and I think some of these people, like we, we, we may not see them again unless it's a specific event that's put on by the meetup group. But um, they were all so nice. And I, as I said, they were all around our age. I think the youngest was... Um, this one guy, Daniel, I shouldn't see, I shouldn't say names. Um, he was 42. I think that was the, uh, no, was he 38? He was 38. And the, um, the young guy who, um, who we had met before and who was a ton of fun and pulling down the zipper and stuff. Um, he is 40, I think, or is he, I was he 42. I don't know. Anyway, so we had a couple young people, but then everybody else was in their late fifties, early sixties. I think there was one guy who was approaching 70, I think. Yeah. So um, anyway, we met a bunch of people. We got four phone numbers. We already texted. We've been texting back with these, back and forth with these people talking about getting together for dinner and hoping to see you at another event and so forth. So um, we, we actually found it to be quite a success. And it goes back, this goes back to what I was saying about when I was responding to the friends who were, um, upset with me for my inappropriate, which now that I am hanging out with the just gays, it wasn't inappropriate at all. But it may have been inappropriate for straight people. But the gay people, nobody got offended with my questions. And I was asking some of the same questions, you know. Um, not 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 sexual, like, are you top and bottom, stuff like that. But, um, you know, like, uh, do, you, are, do you have a partner? You know, are you married? Whatever, you know, just general questions that you ask people. Um, anyway, but... Uh, so I guess really the point is, is that a party that is just gays is com completely made up of just gays. And I don't think the age really made a big difference either. Um, we had so much more fun with the gays than we did with uh, the straight people. So anyway, it was a great success. We are really happy with the turnout and with um, people having a good time and and then texting us later, telling them, telling us what a great time they had and they enjoyed the food and all that stuff. So um, it was a good party. Now, since then, because my husband posted on Instagram about the party and he didn't say uh, which meetup group or anything like that. He just said, we have um, a bunch of gays coming over for a Mardi Gras party. And um, because of that post, the straight, our straight friends who would normally come to our Mardi Gras party at this time of the year, uh, sent us messages and saying, oh, did you have your Mardi Gras party? Because we didn't get the invite. And um, actually, uh, another gay couple who we did not invite to the party, um, they were the first ones to text us and said, are you guys having your Mardi Gras party this year? And so we just basically explained to all these people that, you know, this year we just went in a different direction. We wanted to have um, a different group of people. So we went with the, the meetup group that we had just, you know, joined and 
all of that. And everybody that we talk to uh, who ask us about the party in terms of the straight people and, and women, not that women aren't straight, but the, <laughs> I shouldn't say, all of these straight people, actually anybody who texted us asking about us having our Mardi Gras party this year, we explained to them that we just went in a different direction this year. We um, offered to have this party for a meetup group, and um, and that's the way that's where the way it went this year. And they were all like, "Oh, good for you!" You know, um, so they, nobody was upset that we didn't have a Mardi Gras party for our usual friends. So that's good. That was really good. So anyway, Mardi Gras was a great success, and um, today, even though it is uh, Fat Tuesday. Uh, my husband's been eating gumbo since Saturday night because he had a lot. He did have a lot of gumbo left over, but um, people did eat it, just didn't eat enough of it. Um, so um, he's going to be eating gumbo again tonight, and I don't know what I'm going to be having. And then, so I was, we were, I was talking to him at dinner last night, and I was saying, you know, well, it's Fat Tuesday, so on Wednesday that's Ash Wednesday, and then that means the beginning of Lent. And I, because you know, I am not a religious person, so I don't know, have a clue what what the Catholics do with all this stuff. And I, you know, I never remember from year to year what my husband does. And cause some, sometimes a while ago he used to go get ashes on his head on Wednesday on, on uh, Ash Wednesday, but he hasn't done that in a couple of years. So I was asking him like, well, are you going to go to church on Wednesday? Are you going to, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I said, are you giving up anything for Lent? And he said, no, I'm not going to give up anything for Lent. So um, it makes me wonder if um, Catholics are actually following these, uh, you know, religious, um, um, traditions or whatever for around this holiday, um, and then they have to go forty days, you know, giving up something, and, and then and then it's Easter. Um, so anyway, um, he said he's not giving up anything, and he's not going to church, and he didn't go to church on Sunday. Um, so that was really interesting. Um, let's see what else. Well, I know I haven't podcasted for like two weeks, and I kind of uh, forgot about all the stuff that I was going to talk about before. But um, one thing I did want to mention was um, so. Uh, totally, this is totally changing topics now. So, you know, there's a war between um, Israel and Gaza and uh, Hamas. And I, I, I really don't, again, I don't really know the details. But um, we discovered that uh, a guy who lives not too far from us is Blinken, the guy who is the Secretary of State. Um, and we found this out because we were driving down that road, coming back from somewhere, and there was all these protesters along the side of the road. And I always wondered who lived in that house because it, it since the, they moved in, I guess that when Blinken moved in three years ago, they built up this big gate around his house, and there was, oh, there's always a big black SUV out front, and they always have security there. Well, since this the, these protesters found out where he lives... They now have the, 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 an encampment set up all along the roads on both sides of the roads and right in front of his house. And they've they've poured red paint on the street and they've you know calling him this that and the other for his uh, you know for whatever reason. And um, we've driven through there a couple of times and they've got police cars from two different counties. They've got uh, roadside uh, signs set up that says "Slow down, do not honk your horn" because you know it's a neighborhood and people are driving through there. So I just find this interesting that, um, well, I guess the biggest thing I find interesting is that he's not even home. Blinken is not even home. He he was on a trip somewhere, but yet these people are still out, out in front of his house as if he's, you know, there. And I just, I don't get that part of it. 
and it's, it made the news and all this, all the local news, I should say. But um, I don't know. I think that, I think it's time for them to move on and uh, let it go. Um, I, I don't. I shouldn't say that because the war needs to stop. Period. But um, I just. I guess I don't understand them being there when he's not even there. And and also now that I know who lives there, because <laughs> I swear I've driven past that road a million times, past that house a million times in the last three years. And I've always wondered, who lives there? Who is that? Why is? Why do they have security? And why do they have, you know, um, black SUVs sitting out front all like twenty four seven? And now I know. So anyway, so okay, let's go back. Let's move, change subjects, and go back to Valentine's Day because tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and we have um, reservations at a restaurant in um, Georgetown. We're going to go there. And I have my, well, we're just, for Valentine's Day, my husband and I just give each other candy because that's like the traditional thing, you know, candy and a card and we're all very happy and stuff. So um, we're going to go to, we're going to go to dinner and then exchange uh, candy or whatever. And then I have to go to bed tomorrow night because on Thursday I have jury duty. Oh, and I, I, I probably didn't mention it, but I got that notification like a month ago and I really haven't been paying too much attention to it. So I do have jury duty, and I'm not looking forward to it. I'm hoping because I have to call the night before to see if they're gonna, if they're, you know, if they need me. I'm really hoping that they, when I call and put in my number, that they'll say you are not needed or whatever. So there's that. I'll have to let you know what happens with that later at a later time. All right. Well, that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Mardi Gras. Hopefully, you guys are doing something fun. Remember to go over and watch my husband's video, the Cajun cooks chicken and andouille sausage gumbo. Um, and subscribe for the hell of it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for everything. Um, and um, until next time, bye. <laughs>